Hey, this is Sharon Freebots, and welcome back to the Business School Podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to take you behind the scenes of what I call the Billionaire Operating Framework. This is the daily framework that I have known my three billionaire mentors actually do and live on a day-to-day. These are, in fact, the six intentions that guide my three billionaire mentors. I spend a lot of time with these amazing humans, and I've always tried to figure out what is behind what you see, what is behind the obvious what is behind their habits? What is behind their work ethic? What is behind them that drives them? And I found these six intentions that guide, that are common to my three billionaire mentors. I'm going to break them down for you tactically, and it all starts right now. One thing is for certain. Just because it's tried and true doesn't mean it's working right now. So the big question is this, where can you learn what is working right now? The strategies, the tactics, the psychology, and the exact how-to, how to grow your business, how to blow up your personal brand and supercharge your personal growth. That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Sharon Srivatsa, and welcome to Business School. All right, let's talk about the billionaire operating framework. These are the six intentions that guide my three billionaire mentors. Not only are these three billionaires just amazing entrepreneurs, they're also insanely amazing humans. And the more time I spend with them, I'm realizing and seeing these similarities. And it took me a long time to like peel back these similarities, put them into a framework. And I thought that as I put these learnings into a framework for myself, I would share them with you. So I'm going to share with you three big things today. Number number one, I'm going to share with you the three energy intentions. Number two, I'm going to share with you three growth intentions. And number three, I'm going to share with you how to operationalize them. Because it's interesting when you sit down to dinner with a billionaire, what do you think we talk about? Clearly, I can't ask him about his business. I mean, I can, but do I ask him what he does day to day? Do I ask him how he charges on a consulting role? Do I ask him whether he serves on a board? Like you can talk about those things, but I want to ask the question behind the question. I want to see the habits behind the habits. I want to see the motivation behind the motivation. I want to see what other people don't see. And that was what I want to unpack and share with you today. In fact, I will tell you that of all, after all these years, if I could give you a something that you would probably never get access to, it is these because I have been in their homes, I've been on their yachts, I've been in their planes, I've been in their offices. I, they've helped me with my business. They've seen into my bank accounts. They have helped me with my deals. They've helped me with my marriage. They've helped me with my kids. They've helped me with my presentations. They've helped me with my decisions. They've helped me with my frustrations. But what drives them to be this elite status of entrepreneur? That's what I want you to know. And that is how I've tried to unpack this episode because I didn't know how to do this. And I wanted to unpack this for myself because I thought that if I could decode what, how they are, who they are, what they do, how they work, and if I could mimic, if I could model, if I could extrapolate that, then it may shorten my curve. It may accelerate my path to getting there faster, right? So I wanted to give that to you. So um, I have three millionaire, billionaire mentors. I lean on all of them, but I really observe and ask what they do and whatever they don't do. And this is a collection of those three things. So uh, 
three energy intentions, three growth intentions, and how to operationalize them. So let's get right into this tactical episode. Number one, I want to talk about the energy intentions. Really, really simple. Remember these three words, eat, move, sleep. Eat, move, sleep. Eat, move, sleep. And let me start with the move part of it first, right? Uh, In the eat, move, sleep. How many of you have seen uh, a... You're, you're driving home and you see your neighbor walking their dog. In fact, maybe you walk your own dog. It's funny to me how we would, how we, we make make time to walk our dogs, but we don't make time to walk ourselves. We don't make time to move. We think that we've put a hard day's worth of work in, which we have a lot of times, by sitting at our desk and banging out Zoom calls from eight straight hours. And we think that that's hard work. It is. But to drive energy... I've noticed that my mentors really focus on these three things, which is eat, move, sleep. I will tell you every single one of them have has a routine, a structured routine on how they eat, move, or sleep. So let me break this down very quickly. These are the three energy intentions. And if you can get each of these three working in synchronization, you get energy because energy is our life force. Energy is everything. We want to work harder to make that extra buck. We want to work harder to get that extra client. We want to work harder to get the extra deal. But we don't realize that big energy is what drives everything. Big energy is is everything. So eat, move, sleep, uh, eat. The big part about the eat is how do you actually, uh, every single one of them has some form of uh, rules around their diet. What is the rule around their diet that they can have, they can share, they can be, they can grow? Like they, everybody has a, they just, it's not like they sit and look at a menu and they eat whatever they want. There is a very specific diet. They have a diet that they work with. They have the diet that they that they that they utilize. And the question all I would ask is, uh, do you have a diet? That's it. Do you have a diet? Because if you don't, if you don't have a diet, then Uh, you're probably open to eating anything and everything, right? But they don't. They have a diet. And diet does not mean, oh, I only eat a salad. They have very clear understanding of what foods work for them, what foods don't work for them, what they can eat in the morning, what they can eat in the afternoon. They have engineered nutrition as an energy source, not as a comfort food, right? Do they have cheat meals? Sure. But they've engineered nutrition as an energy source. That is the big part of eating. Every single one of them, when it comes to moving, every single one of them do something for exercise. One of my, uh, this mentor will always ask me, hey, I stayed at his house one, um, one uh, on, on a trip and he's like, hey, what do you want to do for exercise today? Like, think about that question, right? What do you want to do for exercise today? It was not like, hey, let's go do, it's like, what do you want to do? Because the exercise is a priority. The moving is a priority because if we don't move, we don't drive big energy. And the last part of it is sleep. Uh, whether they all wake up early or later, and, and my dad always tells me this, my dad says, he goes, as you get older, you end up going to bed earlier, waking up earlier. And I don't know why, uh, but I've seen most I've seen most ultra successful people going to bed earlier and waking up earlier. Now, I don't know, but because if they're my like, I don't know any young, like super young billionaires. When I say young, I mean, like, I don't know, 20, 25 and younger, I like super young uh, billionaires, uh, but all my billionaire mentors are significantly older than I am. And it's not good or bad thing. It is what it is. And I've noticed that why do they do something at this time in their life? And should they have done that sooner? Did they have worked harder? I'm not sure, but they make sleep a priority. In fact, 
most of them wear an aura ring or a whoop band or an apple watch to track their sleep they they invest in their mattresses so that they actually sleep well there's a chili pad or 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 whatever they make sure that they i i know all three of them wear a eye mask whatever at night to to block out all the extra light small little things that change the way you sleep because why there is a energy equation to it in fact not only is it that but they have a they have an evening time that they go to bed and they all wake up at the same time every morning in fact a lot of times uh i was once visiting uh, my mentor in the uh, canadian uh, woods and i he was he and i were the only ones that had woken up super early in the morning like i i wake up early 4 45 ish and we sat by the fire for three four hours before anybody even woke up to get us breakfast and I get my best learnings from them at that time. The three energy intentions, eat, move, sleep. So my question for you is, is there an upgrade available for you here? Is there an upgrade in your eating? Is there an upgrade in your moving? Is there an upgrade in your sleeping? Not for any other reason, not to lose weight, but how do we drive big energy into your life? These are energy intentions because energy is our life force and without the energy, we can't really do anything. So, so I know this seems like blah, 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 but the question I'm asking you is what can you do from an energy perspective? How can you upgrade your eating, your moving or sleeping to give you more energy to do the bigger things in your life? So that's point number one. But here's point number two, without the energy intentions, without the energy being a life force, you can't do these three things. Uh, and I call these the growth intentions. The growth intentions are, what do you do for work? What do you do for play? And what do you do for love? And I'll go into that in just a second. Work, play, love. Work. All, all three of my mentors are uh, like obsessed with work is a bad way to say it, but they're focused. They're deeply focused on work and how they handle their work is a uh, very, very intentional. They, there's no, um, there's no, there's no OCD obsession with anything. There is, all of them are extremely communicative. They answer their phones, they write emails, etc. but they don't let random things bother them. They don't, they don't, they don't get mad that they get extra emails from random people. They don't get mad that they get, um, they get spam phone calls. They don't get mad that they got text messages. They just don't get mad. They don't get mad at things. And I think that that's because they have focus. They have focus on what they actually need to do that's important and they leave everything else behind. And so when it comes to their work, they realize that, you know, focus is more important than intelligence and doing great things means you need to do fewer things. Again, to do great things, you need to do fewer things. And they realize that they did not, nobody, none of them became billionaires by doing 22 different things. And they always remind me of that. They're like, Sean, you do a lot of things. And I'm like, well, I like the diversity. They go, yeah, but remind yourself why you're doing that because to do great things, you have to do fewer things. Work is not about anything but focus. Work is about focus. To do great things, you have to do fewer things. The second growth intention is play, but I'm going to give you a different word for it. For some people, it's play. For some people, it's pray. I mean this in a, in a very spiritual sense. For some people, it's play or pray. And whether if you don't have play in your life, you should probably have pray in your life. And if you don't have pray in your life, you should probably have play in your life. And I think a lot about this because I am fortunate to get play time with my children. Uh, my kids are 11 and 6 and I get to spend a bunch of time with them. They are in that age where we play. And I've noticed that if I don't get play, I don't get growth. Uh, everything becomes monotonous. Everything becomes hard. Everything becomes easy to be resentful. And if you don't have a little play in your day, it gets difficult. So even the idea of like 
you know, uh, roughhousing my kids at night before they go to bed, even the idea of stretching with my son before he goes to bed, even the idea of waking up in the morning and, uh, and, and getting them ready for school, even the idea of having them, you know, uh, just playing for a few minutes with whatever they're doing, with the Lego, with the soccer ball, with whatever is healthy because when you get to play, you get to forget everything else. It allows you to grow in an unimaginable way. And for many of us that don't get to play, maybe we just get to pray. There are times when I'm on the road that I don't get to play. I just get to pray. And praying in a lot of ways in my world is just meditation. I've, I've learned this, that when I'm on an airplane, I just meditate. I always think when I travel, it's hydrate and meditate, hydrate and meditate, hydrate and meditate. To me, meditation is prayer. I get to be with myself. I get to be I get to control my thoughts. I get to control my intentions and uh, allow myself to, you know, stay calm, be into vibes and focus. Either you pray or you play because both of those are really good growth intentions. And the last part of it is love. And we are pack animals. We are community beings. Community drives achievement. There are very few people in the world who can, who can live and grow in isolation. I always uh, say these, this phrase, transformations don't happen in isolation. We all want to be loved, whether you like it or not. And the fastest way, I will tell you, there's the fastest way to feel loved is to show love, is to give love, is to deploy love, is to install love, is to distribute love. We all think that, oh yeah, we need love to be showered upon us, but we don't realize the greatest way in which we can feel loved is to show love. Yeah, Sharon, woo-woo, I get it. But these are three very important growth intentions. Work, pray, or play, and love. Work, play, and love. You will notice that f- to be fulfilled with your growth, to be fulfilled with your ambitions, to be fulfilled with your aspirations is to have work, play, and love ba- you know, built into your day. The folks that I see that are destructive, the folks that I see are unfulfilled, don't have one of these three things. If they don't have purpose in their work, if they don't have purpose in their prayer or in their play, or if they don't have purpose in their life with their love, there's no growth. And when you don't have growth, you start to do destructive things. And the craziest part is this work, as I said, comes from focus. Play or pray comes from being centered. And love just comes not from being receiving love and affection, but giving it first. Those are the three growth intentions. So now, how do you operationalize these intentions, right? I, I will tell you this, every intention must have a KPI. Every intention must have a KPI. And all I mean from a KPI perspective is not a key performance indicator, but a a one-line uh, rationale, a one-line uh, focus. Like what, what does eating mean? Is you eat for energy and nutrition? You eat differently then. Like you're not gonna eat a hamburger for nutrition. You're not gonna eat a milkshake for nutrition. Uh, moving. What does moving mean? Like, do you actually, do you, do you say, Hey, I'm going to do 30 minutes of exercise every day. Is it, you know, I walk every day. Is it, I walk when I take phone calls. What is it? Is there a preamble for the move and sleeping? Sleeping is all about just routines, right? Do you have a one KPI around it? Do you get six hours of sleep? Do you go to bed at the same time? Do you wake up at the same time? What is it? So, you know, very clearly you don't have to negotiate with yourself. There is no negotiating with yourself. There's a great Kobe Bryant line where he always says, you know, I don't negotiate with myself, which is great. He said, the decision is made and the decision made. I don't negotiate with myself. Energy intentions, growth intention. What is work? What is your focus? So you know what your focus is. So you hit your focus first, because when you do that, you will see growth. Pray or play. Like, is there a KPI for praying or playing in your life? What is it? Hey, do you meditate for five minutes a day? Do you play with your children? Do you play with, do you go to a soccer game? Do you, what do you, what do you do to play every single day? And what do you do to love? Not just to receive it, but to give it. 
every intention has to have a KPI or a driving force behind it. Second is do you Kaizen? Do you Kaizen the KPI quarterly? What is Kaizen? Continuous improvement came came from the whole uh, automotive industry in Japan, the idea of Kaizen, which is to constantly improve, to constantly make better, to constantly upgrade. When you see the words eat, move, sleep, and you can say, well, how do I upgrade my eating? How do I upgrade my moving? How do I upgrade my sleeping? What is one thing that you can do to upgrade? Whenever I look at an area of my life I want to get better, I just ask, what is one thing that I do can do to upgrade that? Can you Kaizen it quarterly? And the last thing I will tell you this is eating, moving, or sleeping, the energy intentions, or work, pray, and love, which are growth intentions, are all just disciplines, are all just disciplines, and discipline is a choice. Discipline is a choice. There's a great book called The Inner Citadel. The Inner Citadel, I, I don't make a lot of book recommendations. This book, The Inner Citadel, is super cool because it talks about uh, how do you actually install a choice between a stimulus and a reaction. So if a stimulus is, oh, I'm hungry, the reaction is I'm going to eat, I'm going to eat, eat, eat a hamburger. Okay, well, great. If you're hungry and you need to eat a hamburger, how do you install a choice in between? That choice is your inner citadel. The choice is your inner choice freedom system. It says, okay, I'm hungry. When I'm hungry, what should I do? I get to make a choice. Do I get to eat a hamburger or do I get to wait for a few minutes and get to choose what I'm going to eat next, right? Uh, the, the stimulus could be I got, you know, someone sent an angry email to me and my the, my response could be I'm just going to fire an angry response back. Hmm, okay. Do you actually... What does the inner citadel do? Is it the is it the stimulus was the angry email, but the response was delayed because you had to make a choice. You chose not to respond frivolously. Discipline is a choice. How do you operationalize these intentions? Number one, every intention has a KPI. Number two, you kaizen quarterly. And number three, every discipline is a choice. Uh, I talk a lot about this stuff in my private email list. I only do it to my email community and I, I write you know a couple of emails a week. It's my best thoughts and my thinking. If you would like to uh, join my email list, just go to uh, Sharon.com forward slash VIP, Sharon.com forward slash VIP, and you will get my, you know, my CEO emails and hopefully they're helpful to you. All right, let's do a very quick recap. Here's what I learned from my three billionaire mentors. Number one, Discipline starts with thinking, not doing. Discipline starts with thinking, not doing. Number two, you replace money. You you got to replace money goal with a growth goal. That's where uh, the growth intentions come in. You got to replace a money goal with a growth goal because when you do, the money will automatically follow. I know it's hard sometimes. Automatically follow. Number three, you get to replace your health goal with an energy goal. You get to replace your health goal with an energy goal. That's why we have an energy intentions. This is what really helped me because as I meet with these billionaires who are my mentors, I get to not just learn who they are and what they did, but what how they live their lives. And that's when this gets really, really fun. So three things, three energy intentions, eat, move, sleep, three growth intentions, work, play, love. And how to operationalize them are every intention has a KPI. You Kaizen the delivery because you got to make it better every time and upgrade it. Number three, discipline and discipline is a choice. If you thought this was helpful at all, uh, just take a screenshot right now as you're listening to this. Just take a screenshot, post it on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Tag me. I'd love to know if you like this stuff because the more you tag and the more you tell me what you like, the more I can make things like this for you. Just tag me. Please share this. Uh, take a screenshot. Do this right now. That way I know that you enjoyed this and I can make more for you. And I'll catch you on the next one.
Patreon. I have a cool gift for you. Since you like this podcast, I actually have an ultra super secret private podcast that I make just for my partner companies and the CEOs and influencers that I advise. It's called 10K Wisdom because I try to wrap $10,000 worth of value in every single episode in just under 10 minutes. That's why it's called 10K Wisdom. It's raw, it's real, it's got no intro or outro or anything like that. It's just straight to the point and to the insights. Since you like this podcast, I think you will like that. So for the first time, I'm making it available to you. Just go to 10kwisdom.com, the number 10kwisdom.com, and my team will activate it for you as my gift. Go to 10kwisdom.com, I'll see you there.